This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis coming out again with another message from God's Word on the old Trailblazer broadcast. And I'm happy to have you folks tuned in at this time. We always ask you to pray for us if you would. And we're just a poor old sinner saved by grace, bringing you what the Lord lays on our hearts. The old Trailblazer broadcast has been here on the radio for many, many, many years. Pastor Shelton was a founder and a pastor of this ministry back there in early days. And he was an instigator or the original trailblazer. But uh, over time, he got bogged down, had so many things, in the irons in the fire, did he give up this little broadcast. And after I became the pastor here, Pastor Pendarvis, I decided, or the Lord led me, to pick this broadcast up. And it was so popular to go on with it. Pastor Shelton had old Dan and ride out on old Dan, but I don't. I, I just simulate old Dan. He's a good old pony. But we're bringing you this study on the soon coming or the coming of the Antichrist. And we've been here quite a few studies now, and all these studies are available on CD. If you'd like, quote you a price on all of them. But we're looking now at the errors and omissions of the RSV Bible and all those things. We've shown you very plainly that these modernist scholars have given us uh, a mistranslation of God's Word. Let's take our time. They have not only left out a certain great passages of Scripture, which were in the original manuscript, basing their authority, listen now, basing their authority for leaving them out on corrupt manuscript, as they call it. But they have mistranslated many sections of the Scripture to suit their own wicked ideas of undermining, undercutting the deity of Christ to further undercut the deity of Christ, they have left out begotten. John 1.18, John 3.16, John 4.9, 1 John 4.9. Also, to further undercut the deity of Christ in the Scriptures, they have substituted the pronoun you for thou in speaking of Christ. They said, that one of the, their rules of translation for scriptures would be that they would always use thou. That's what they said when speaking of deity, of God. But to show they didn't recognize the Lord Jesus as deity or as God, let me call your attention to the fact that they always submitted the word you for thou in every instance. I'll give you some illustration. In Matthew 16, 16, the King James Version reads like this. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. The RSV Bible, Revised Standard Version, the RSV, they call it, we call it, reads like this, Matthew 16, 16. Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. King James Version says, And thou art the Christ. RSV Bible says, And you art the Son of God. You art the Christ, the Son of God. There's not a single instance in the New Testament or in the Old Testament that refers to Christ, but they always use the word you. This shows that they regarded the Lord Jesus Christ as a mere creation and not the Son of God. Now, Let's notice briefly how they undercut the virgin birth of our blessed Lord. Let's take a couple of scriptures. Listen, King James Version reads like this, Isaiah 7, 14. 
Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Listen now. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. Now, the RSV translation reads like this. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. This is the first mistranslation. This is first a mistranslation. Secondly, it is an intentional error made to undercut the virgin birth of Christ. There is a vast difference between a virgin and a young woman. We, we know that, don't we? Listen now. A virgin may be a young woman, but a young woman is not necessarily a virgin. Now, let me give you an instance where they did their dastardly work, a uh, mistranslation. Turn, turn back with me to Matthew 1.16. The King James Version translates like this. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now, in the RSV Bible, in the footnotes of the RSV Bible, Joseph, to whom was betrothed the Virgin Mary, was the father of Jesus, who is called Christ. Do you see the difference, my friend? This translation was taken from the corrupted manuscript of our origin we spoke of earlier as, and shown us uh, the corrupt minds of these translators who have done everything in their power to take away the deity and the virgin birth of our blessed Lord. If Christ were not virgin born, he could, he could therefore not be deity. Let me say that again. If Christ were not virgin born, he could therefore not be deity. If you explain away the virgin birth of Christ, you leave out, you leave us nothing but a bastard child. That's right, a bastard child. And therefore, no substitute for our sin. Now, my friend, the only hope we have is that Christ was a virgin born and he's the Son of God. That's our hope of being saved, my friend. It's exactly what these translators have done in the Antichrist Bible. They have left poor, blinded, helpless souls, sinners like we are, like you and I are, without a substitute, without a divine sacrifice. Every one of those translators who deny the, the uh, virgin birth of Christ and his deity also deny the resurrection of Christ and make fun of blood redemption. This is clearly brought out in Colossians 1.14. The King James Version reads like this, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. The RSV Bible reads like this, Colossians 1.14. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. They left out through the blood or through his blood. Hebrews 9.22 says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. When you explain away or even minimize blood redemption in your teaching or preaching, you reveal that you're an emissary of hell, I believe. Oh, my friend, because there is no salvation <coughs> no salvation apart 
come blood redemption in Christ Jesus. We sang that song here. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Le Leviticus 17, 11 says, I have given you the blood upon the altar as an atonement for your soul. Oh, my friend. Blood redemption in Christ signifies that the poor sinner is helpless, hopeless, doomed, and damned. Did you ever think about that? The fact that we need a substitute. The very fact that we must have a substitute shows us that it's blood redemption is our only hope, my friend. And there, listen, that poor soul is resting under the judgment of God, and only divine sacrifice, the blood of the Son of God, will cleanse and redeem such a sinner. When once a sinner is awakened to that awful condition, ruined condition, he finds himself hopelessly lost, eternally damned, and knows nothing that will suffice but the blood of the Son of God. And you take it on yourself to deny the blood. I've had folks call me, write me snotty letters, and say, Oh, Trailblazer, I don't want your bloody religion. I don't want your blood and guts religion. My friend, can you just imagine somebody saying that? I have the letters. Listen, all other hope is gone. All other hope is faded away. That sinner knows if the blood is not applied, he's a goner. He's gone forever. It is a gracious moment when that poor soul comes to come, knows that he is in Christ, washed in the blood of the Son of God, delivered by his power. Power in the blood. We sang that song here as we come on the air with the voice of truth for many, many years. Power in the blood. Wonder-working power. Listen, and then the scripture tells us that we are accepted in the beloved, adopted into the family of the Son of God. I wish I could lead an absolute rebellion against that RSV Bible, the Antichrist Bible, the one Satan is preparing for his son when he comes on the scene. Now, I know we have folks come in the bookstore. They want the NIV Bible. They want the RSV Bible. They want the well, English version. They want this. They want that. Well, we don't sell nothing, anything, except the uh, King James Version. And they have folks that, they, they're honest. They want this of the Bible. Their preachers recommend it. But we don't have it. We just feel like that's our part in doing those things. My friend, let's, my friend, listen. Let's turn away from it. Let's turn to Christ and his word. The most corrupt translation that we have is the authorized King James Version. God has used this Bible to lead millions to Christ. We may fall at his feet. May we fall at his feet. Oh, listen, and cry, my Lord and my God. That's what we do here. But listen, my friend, the old trailblazer is going to be honest with you, true with you. As my dad used to say, tell the truth if it takes a hide off. And that's what we do here. We here at Radio Mission, just a bunch of old sinners saved by grace. Pastor Shelton was a founder and pastor here for many, many years and, and uh, taught many of us the scriptures and the truths of God's word. And we simply use God's word. We don't use any any notes from all these uh, high note high, high noted preachers. But listen, we're going to get back tomorrow in our study. We're going to look at the rise of the Antichrist. We've been kind of anticipating that ever since we started this series. But we'll begin tomorrow.
looking there at the rise of the Antichrist. Oh, listen, my friend. We know that that's happening. We don't know when, but we're looking forward to those times. But we will be gone, my friend. You and I, if you know the Lord, you won't be here. We won't be there. I told you this story. I'm in the graveyard conducting a funeral. I said, one day we'll be here maybe conducting a funeral, and we'll hear that trumpet sound. We'll hear the sound. Come up, come up, come up. But before we do that, those many of those old graves will be open, and their tombstones will be healed, keeled over, because the Lord, the saints shall, that those who are dead and buried will go first, and we'll go afterwards, my friend. But let me ask you this. Are you, are you saved? I asked a lady at a service one day at a funeral, was she a Christian girl? She said, well, I guess so. I made a decision 40 years ago. Well, my friend, that's not Christ. That's not that's not salvation. Making a You make a lot of decisions before you get saved. But the old trailblazer, I wish I could sit down by your side and drink a cup of coffee and eat a piece of pie with you somewhere up there. I've done that all over this country. Folks, by inviting me to come spend the night, some of those things. Old trailblazer moves around a good bit. But this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Kind of weary this morning, been, been kind of overloaded a little bit. But you pray for me. Will you do that? And then help me with the broadcast. Remember, we're here Monday through Friday with the Old Trailblazer broadcast. And we would appreciate if you send old Dan $100, get a couple of sacks of feed, put him up in the stable that night and on these frosty mornings. But uh, remember, my mailing address, the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And also, if you would, go there to our website, radiomissions.org. And look up our radio missions. Radio is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Tw 24 hours a day, seven days a week with good sound music, classic sermons by the late pastor, by this, by myself and others, and good sound music, our radio choir that we used to have in place. But if you would, first of all, pray for me. And then call me. Would you call me? My, air, my phone number here is area code 225 664-8658. I'll be looking for your call. Goodbye and may God bless you.